soundtrack PGH. We are coming to you for our 12th episode. A full dozen. Yep. Dirty we're, dozen. We're, we're almost Oh, cl- d- that just happened this last weekend. The dirty dozen. Oh. That like bike the race. The bike race. Where they go up those real big hills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was about to say we're, we're re- getting really close to a baker's dozen. We, we plan this. We <laughs> plan this around that bike race because we're such yeah. avid cyclists. <laughs> yeah. In honor of the dirty dozen, here's our 12th <laughs> episode. Uh, if this is your first time listening, this is a Pittsburgh-based, clearly Pittsburgh-based uh, music podcast where we like to highlight local P- uh, Pittsburgh musicians. You almost said local PGH musicians. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Because I'm a human. <laughs> you almost said it, though. I didn't. Uh, and how this works is my name's Pete. And I'm Jack. Uh, we trade off every other week. We pick a new artist that we like. Uh, we're not here to criticize. We just pick what we really like in the Pittsburgh area. And we like to give you a little uh, profile into what kind of music they have. Yeah. And then talk about the band a little bit. And we're not focusing on any one genre. Nope. We're not discriminating at all in that regard. We, we, want, we want anything and everything. So, um, yeah, uh, without further, oh wait, before we get started, uh, we what? have a couple of retractions. Oh that yeah. Liked. Yeah. So we got a lot of angry letters. <laughs> a lot of people wrote in with, we, we, with many things we did wrong last, uh, last episode. We our, actually didn't have anyone write in. No one ever writes us. We that, were very alone. That's not true. We were inundated. <laughs> we were inundated. Our secretary could barely keep up. Right. Our intern had to file all these. It was, yeah. So it basically broke down into three major categories. I'll okay. just, I'll run through them real quick. Yeah, right real here. quick. Uh, so first attraction is that I mistakenly referred to Bye 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 by NSYNC as my favorite song of the 90s when it in fact was released on January 11th of 2000. So shameful. Yeah. 11 days late on that one. It was not a 90s song. Uh, secondly, our deepest apologies and condolences to Peter Sagal, <laughs> NPR host of Wait, Wait, Till Tell Me, Pete mistakenly said he's no longer the host of that show. He, is. he in fact is still the host of that show. Sorry. And our third and least important retraction <laughs> is that uh, we referred the entire episode to our local <laughs> band Zev. Their name is actually Zeev. So, uh, so when you're listening to that episode, just in your head, every time you hear Zev, just replace it with Zeev. <laughs> we'll go in post. Uh, we just haven't got around to it yet. And just replace, just cut in all the correct pronunciations. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a, a find and replace. So, all right. Well, we're going to try and get the name of uh, this artist correct. Uh, without further ado, Jack, uh, why don't you tell people who we're doing this week? Just Fern and Soft Girl. Oh, there's two. It's a double. Yeah. So I've, I've been abusing my power. During yeah. my last pick, I, had two, <laughs> I picked two separate bands. This time, a uh, little less yeah, rash. You're, so you're picking the main band, Soft Girl, yeah. and the side project, Just Fern. I found Just Fern first, and I was like, I really like this. That's not true. I did. No. Yeah. No, because Just Fern came out just this past November. No, no, no. I found, like, I, when I was searching for this, yeah. I first came across Just, Just Fern. Soft Girl was on our list of bands to do. It's probably one of the first bands we ever put on there back this past summer in June. Well, I forgot about that. All right. <laughs> I have a very short memory. And in fact. I completely forgot that I even fact, listened to it before. I think I put it on there. All right. Well, then I didn't find it. Well, this is my pick then. No. <laughs> so let me get through this. I was looking for bands to do. 
I was on Bandcamp. You weren't I, going I came through across, our list, clearly, because no, they were right on top. <laughs> Neither one of us looked at it. But <laughs> I found Just Fern, and I was like, oh, I really like this. And then I kept looking more, and I came across um, Soft Girl, and I was like, I like this too. And then if came only, to realize... If only you had listened to your good friend, Jack, back when we were starting this whole thing out, looking for bands to do, and I was like, hey, Pete, there's this really great band called Soft Girl. <laughs> and you were like, shut up, Jack. Your, your ideas are stupid. <laughs> Well, no, this is my pick. I'm claiming it because I really, really like it. Um, Whatever, Kraus. That's very German of you. Just uh, coming in and claiming things, taking things over. <laughs> really? I, I'm surprised we've gone this long without you accusing me of being a Nazi. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. You've made it 12 episodes. If the shoe fits, Pete. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a Nazi. Of course not. I take great offense. To no, that. I'm just joking. <clears throat> uh, anyway, I'd like to start with Just Fern. All right, let's do it. Uh, Considering that's the one you actually found. Yeah. Um, Just Fern is a Pittsburgh-based queer punk rocker. Um, As we said earlier, uh, lead singer of Soft Girl. Uh, Previously put out music as Fern Gooley. There's still a band camp where there's some demos and stuff. Oh, is there? Under Fern Gooley. Oh, that's cool. Um, But what I came across was... Oh, yeah. uh, That EP, which came out in July of 2017, is called Strange Hotels. Uh, and that's under Fern Gooley if you want to find it. But what I first came across was um, the LP that was uh, put out um, just this year, uh, November 4th, 2017. It's called All the Space I've Taken Up. And it's a great LP. It really is. It's, um, it's awesome. Um, how would you describe it? I think uh, when I listen to it, I, it it's, it's kind of surf punk art rock. It, it, it bounces around a lot. Um, definitely really heavy punk influences. Um, it's, it's weird since we're going to do both, um, just Fern and soft girl. There's yeah. a couple of distinctions between them, but, yeah. uh, just Fern feels a little more intimate. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say that, uh, soft girl is more produced, but I feel like there's more, uh, production sound like the, the, there's a lot more music heavy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a full, it's a sense. full band and we'll get into that in a bit, but yeah, you're right. This is a more, this is a more intimate, um, kind of artistic expression. Um, I guess let's just get right into it. We're going to play one full song from, um, all the space I've taken up. We're going to listen to let's rob a bank by just Fern. <laughs> Drank the fly in my whiskey Then suck the rim of my cup No one back home's gonna miss me Just all the space I've taken up I made big plans that got broken At least I could let down my guard Sometimes it feels like I'm choking This year has been so hard I've been wrong before For twenty years or more So let's throw it away Just like recruiters do to my resume Gin keeps me warm You keep me safe Come on girl, let's go Let's rob a bank I feel brand new I feel awake You feel 
like you were kind of uh, a more country version of Peter Sagal then. Are you, are you doing this to... Uh, Stop bringing it up. I'm ashamed. I was going to say, are you doing this as an apology for our insult we, you levied at him two I weeks did. ago? I, sa- I said I was sorry. Us Peter's got to stick together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's got your names- namesake, man. I know, right? Uh, so what do you, you think of the song? Uh, it's awesome. It's so catchy. Yeah. It, this is a total earworm. Um, and also... Uh, it starts off, you know, you get the intensely personal lyrics, which is a theme throughout the album. That is, yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest things throughout this whole album. And that's what I, and this is the first song I heard. And initially, you know, it's, it's a very catchy song. It just, you know, I kept listening to it. Yeah. But you start to pick up on the lyrics and you're like, you know, there's a lot going on. Um, oh yeah. Then get that chorus. And that is really catchy. The chorus is the, it's catchy AF man. What a chorus. Jim keeps me warm. You keep me sane. Come on, girl. Let's go rob a bank. That's awesome. I think I said that wrong, but you probably that, did, <laughs> but that's why you don't sing the song. Pete. Exactly. That's great advice for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. rob Just a bank. Follow those three lines and you'll be fine. <laughs> that's always my plan B. If she hits a, a fan, bank. let's rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I like the fact that this is all self-produced. Fern does all the production, all the composition, all the recording, this whole album. Amazing. Yeah. And it's, you know it's what? Really professional sounding. She also directs the music videos, which we just watched. Yeah, and it's a great music video. Okay, so uh, very active on YouTube. Um, Fern and Friends, which is obviously Fern's a part of. Uh, it's a um, music collective. There's several artists right. involved with it. Right. Um, YouTube channel, ton of videos. A uh, lot of lot of music videos for uh, for Soft Girl and Just Fern. Uh, check it out. It's really cool. A lot of good stuff going on there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, um, uh, an impressive following, I think, um, way more than us, <laughs> which doesn't say, much. all right, come on, Pete. You don't have to compare everyone to us. 
Um, but yeah, you know, so this, uh, so let's rob a bank. The music video on YouTube had, uh, over 2,300 views and, uh, the Fern and friends, uh, <laughs> you just turned it on. Sorry. It just started playing. <laughs> uh, the Fern and friends, uh, YouTube channel has 8.5 thousand subscribers. Jeez. How awesome is that? I've never even seen that many people. That's a lot. <laughs> In your whole life? Probably not. <laughs> You've know. lived a very sheltered life. I have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, that's just a super catchy song. I, wh- what kind of influences do you get off of that? Uh, there's a lot. Of, well, for this one, I got a lot of like dream poppy kind of, um, I guess the guitar and the reverb is yeah. real dreamy. You know who I got a lot out of? Who's that? Waves. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. There is some surfy stuff going on, more so in some other songs, which we'll get to later. Well, Waves is like... Waves they're, is pretty surfy. They're definitely surfy. They're yeah, like... the name. What? what do you, what do you surf <laughs> on? Yeah, exactly. Waves. It's kind of essential. Um, yeah, no. Uh, what's their lead singer's name? Oh, um, I don't know. Nathan... Nathan somebody. <laughs> Nathan somebody. Nathan Williams. Nathan Williams. Yeah, no, he's a great guy. He's uh, I've been following him for, for a while now, but I got a lot of Waves influence on this, which makes sense because uh, Just Fern describes this as surf punk, art rock. Yeah. You know, that, queer, uh, queer core, queer that, core since yeah, 94. Definitely. Um, did you see their description of the lyrics since you touched on that? I did not. Um, so they say that the album as a whole crosses pump punk music with earnest discussion of self care, gender, political climate and inequality. I think it's perfect. I mean, those are some deep topics. They are. And it's not immediately apparent, like I said no. before, but I it's think like that, an onion. You keep peeling away the layers. I think that makes it better. I think um, I think it it rewards you with more lessons. Uh, get into another song, the one that is I don't know. I think it's the most personal song. It's the one that is the most emotional, at least when you hear it. Sure, um, Julian. Oh, Julian, maybe you're perfect on the inside. That would explain all of the years you've cried, but maybe. You first should be sure Oh, Julian I'm stupid stubble on my face 230 pounds of fucking waste Worst palette I could work with What a kind of sounds like like a tom york s it's like tom it's, yes yeah yeah that, i get that feel from it it's um, it's a beautiful song it's a ballad you it's know a, it's like yeah a, and it really gets it once it gets going it, you know it really picks up it picks but up at the steam. beginning it's it's a beautiful beautiful intro it kind of made me think tom york's a great that's that's pretty apt but it kind of made me think of uh john lennon and the only reason i really? said like a john lennon like solo song but i think the only reason i was thinking that is because his son's name is julian so oh, i think really? yeah so i think that i was kind of like but it still kind of sounded like it you know i think it's i think it's still a fair um yeah a fair comparison i think this song um really shows fern's vocal range um because it starts off almost whispering and then by the end almost screaming but we talked about this before when someone can scream right you know because there's a big difference between just like screaming and like screaming and 
carrying all that emotion and also yeah. making it sound good. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. That, and that's not something <laughs> just anyone can do. I mean, it's a pretty... Give us a scream right now. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> not going to do that. It scared my cat. <laughs> my cat's riding somewhere. Well, that wouldn't be a bad thing. But um, yeah, I think uh, we can say that throughout the whole album, uh, one of the things that impressed me the most was uh, Fern's uh, vocals, the different tones, the yeah. different kind of, almost like different voices. Yeah. Almost like singular, like uh, apparently distinct voices throughout the whole thing Absolutely. that really convey, uh, she that she goes back and forth between that convey a range of emotion. Yeah, this song's great because you see that vocal range, but um, why it really stuck out to me was, um, and this is a theme throughout the album, as I said earlier, but uh, the intensely personal lyrics where, and this one specifically talks about depression and gender dysphoria, which I personally don't have a lot of experience with that, but I think that speaks to Fern as an artist of uh, being able to convey those emotions in a way that's accessible and also, you know, good art. You know, it's, it's a... Definitely. It's, yeah. And I'd say to build off that, because Vern is trans, listening to her music allows people like you and me who may not have as much familiarity with that to get more of an understanding, which I also think is, is really important and, and a great result. Yeah, and... Um, Another song which kind of builds off that is uh, Daughter. The opening track. Yeah, that's the opening track. Um, and that song, again, is is I was going to pick that one for the full song profile instead of uh, Let's Rob a Bank. But really, really catchy. But the how it ends, like the climax. Oh, that's, yeah, it's huge. So come and take my hand and lead me to the slaughter. I'm not a perfect man. I'll be a perfect daughter. Intensely powerful. Yeah. When, you know, come and take my hand, lead me to the slaughter. I'm not a perfect man, but I'll be a perfect daughter. Yeah. That's one. That's really, really cool Two, It's great lyrics. It's really great lyrics. It's, it's on so many levels. Yeah. It's just perfect. And it, and really, we don't do it justice at all. Just stating it. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. You got to listen to the whole song. It's just the way it's delivered. I mean, yeah. It's, also, it's really cool. So it, we were hits saying, you, it hits you right in the heart. With the different voices, early, it doesn't even sound like I know. Fern on different I know. tracks. Like It sounds like a completely new person. I know. At the end of that song, that's what I'm talking about. She goes into a completely different voice and uses it to convey a completely different section of the song. And yeah, and yeah just very tactif- tactfully done. Yeah. And uh, I guess the other thing that stood out in that song was uh, the distortion on the vocals earlier. Yeah. It, it kind of like goes up and down. It, al- it sounds like kind of sinister almost. I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah. You got some of that? Yeah. Uh, what did you think about the music on it? Well, I got, a lot, of- I got a lot of beach fossils out of this. Did you really? I did. Oh, cool. Um, you know, I can, I, see I, that. Can, yeah. I can bring anything to a beach band. <laughs> Yeah. There's a beach band out there for anybody. There's so many of them. <laughs> beach fossils. Beach house. Beach house. Beach uh, slang. Beach slang, yeah. What else we got? <laughs> There's probably one that's just called beach. 
Beach Towns. Beach Towns. That's not a band. <laughs> beach Boys. Be- uh, the Beach Boys. How are there we forgetting them? Yeah, that's also they're a really the big original, They're the original Beach Band. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a huge... And yeah, actually, now you say it, it's a you hear a lot of Beach Boys on this. Yeah, that's really cool. I never even thought of that. A lot of Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... The ultimate Beach Band. Please go out, listen to the full uh, LP, uh, all the space I've taken up. It's a... It's, a mo- it's a really monumental piece of work. Um, I really enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Um, and they said it was recorded uh, throughout the whole, uh, this whole past year. And yeah. it literally just came out a couple weeks ago. It came yeah. out on November 3rd. So definitely uh, go and support that. Yeah. And uh, now we're going to get into a little soft girl, which the uh, full band, full band, uh, three piece yep. uh, formed basically a year ago, almost exactly a year ago, formed in November of 2016. They released their debut self-titled EP back in January of 2017. Called Soft Girl. Uh, six songs with one bonus track. Um, if you purchase it on uh, Bandcamp yeah. or, you know, I'm not going to say much about it, but you get a little bonus track. So. Ooh, that's always fun. Yeah, Do you no. remember CDs? Yeah. Remember that? That there's, was a thing. The dead air. There'd and then be all of a sudden. Like minutes of dead air. Then there'd be a secret <laughs> track at the end. That's exactly what this is What like. fun. Um, so let me run through the lineup. Cool. You got Fern, obviously, on guitar and vocals. You got Audrey on bass and Astrid on drums and synth. Cool. Uh, we're going to dive right into this. Uh, we're going to play Let's do it. Boohoo from Soft Girl. Too sheltered or introverted, so stupid. I- 
That was Boo Hoo off of Soft Girl's debut EP, self-titled Soft Girl. Also, my pick from May 10th, 2017 at 2.37 p.m. when I put it on the Google Sheet. Ah, so you're laying claim to this. I mean, the proof is in the Google Drive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I forgot about that. I didn't realize that you did that. Well, Pete, it's a shame you didn't read it when you logged on on May 11th at 4.20 p.m. and didn't read what I put in there. Well, either way, we both really like this. Um, what what stood out for for you for this song? Well, so since I've been why did you pick it back in back in March, May? Whatever. May, whatever. Um, well, I will say that because I've known this song for so long now, it's basically been in my head off and on since May. It's that catchy. Yeah, it is to me. Um, and you were pointing out to me that. Uh, you know, you you definitely get more emphasis on the full band on this on this uh, track. I don't mean that in a bad way, um, as as opposed to the Just Fern stuff we were just listening to. Just Fern, uh, uh, th- there is full band production on most of those songs, also, but it just th- this is it seems a little louder, a um, well, yeah. little poppier. Yeah, um, dream dreamy. I get like some dream. There's beachy vibes on uh, Just Fern stuff, but. I'm getting a little beach vibes on this one, too. Oh, are you now? I might be. Well, uh, I thought it was cool that um, we we found out that they recorded this in the winter of 2016 in about a week. They did the whole thing in like a week. Just banged it all out. Yeah, I know. In a basement, which is great. But also, the most interesting part to me is that a lot of these tracks, the band's actually playing live. Oh, that's cool. As they recorded, like they're recorded well. Yeah. You know, they're all, they're all mic'd up properly. So it doesn't sound like that because a lot of times when you have bands do that, you, you sometimes you get a little glitchy in the production. It it doesn't sound as tight as when, you know, you're recording specific tracks and mixing them together. And uh, just for a debut EP. Wow. Yeah. I mean, for all six songs are great. Uh, We had trouble narrowing this down, but. Oh yeah. um, There's some good stuff on there. Yeah. I guess the next one I wanted to point out was I am a Fox. This song, uh, it sounds a little distinct compared to the other uh, songs in the album. Um, I get a little more like post-punky kind of vibe. Definitely. Um, and then uh, it's also like the guitar is really like, it feels like short, you know, it's like, yeah. like jing, jing, jing. you know, um, you know what influence I get on the guitar towards the end? What's that? Deer Hunter. Really? Yeah. That guitar solo specifically towards the end, the kind of uh, the effects that are used, it struck me very similar to to some earlier deer hunter. Do you know what the course reminded me of? What grizzly bear? Oh, interesting. Well, not all like, kinds of animal bands. Yeah. <laughs> we got beach bands. We got animal bands. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I also like the vocals. I mean, it was some of the most aggressive sounding vocals that I've heard Fern sing. Yeah, and I really liked it. Yeah. Um, like we said, the whole EP is really really good. Um, check out the whole thing. Um, 
tell the nice people where can they well, find? Well, hold on. I've well, got, oh, I've wait, got, wait. Sorry. I've got a little bit more here. And it's not even what you thought it was. But yes, we have that as well. Um, so I did want to say that they're working on their upcoming album, MySpace. Soft Girl. Soft Girl's wait, upcoming it's album. It's called MySpace. It's called MySpace. What's it about? Well, it's being recorded now, and according to them, it is a reflection on the early internet age and where we all are now. And they went on a three-day retreat away from the internet to write the bulk of the record. Oh, that's really cool. Is that sweet? That is really sweet. Yeah. They also, you know, they're getting some good buzz. We, we alluded to it earlier. Um, Fern's following, uh, we were given some of the YouTube numbers, but Soft Girl has a lot of buzz on Bandcamp. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got a lot of supporters, a lot of people commenting and saying they love the, they love the tracks. Um, they recently did an 11-stop tour of the Midwest this past summer. Where'd they go? Well, let me tell you, they went, <laughs> they went to P-A-O-H-M-I-I-N-I-L and W-V. I think I know most of those. <laughs> I only speak an acronym now. <laughs> oh, just, Jack loves acronyms. I do. Um, no, that's really cool. Um, I, Definitely. I wanted to say their video for uh, Home, and, and I, wanted to, I wanted to sample that song too, but we're, I don't think we're going to have enough time. Uh, Home slash you is really cool. Yes, it was um, cool. They the vi- directed that themselves. They did. Uh, the video for being self-produced is really cool. It's like about an astronaut who's kind of like lost. Yep. Um, and is kind of like missing home, obviously. And they filmed parts of that in Cooper's Rock. Have you been down there? West Virginia? Uh, no, I haven't, but uh, it sounds like you have. I have. I was, <laughs> I was watching videos like, hey, those rocks look similar. <laughs> or those rocks look familiar. Oh, well, there you go. Um, um, before you uh, try to divert me anymore, <laughs> let me, let's get into um, some of their social media. Why don't we? It's been a while since I got to do this. So if this is your first time listening, um, Jack is... I don't think obsessed is a strong enough word. You say this every single time. It's true. It's getting a little old. He's really creepy with his social media. Creepy. I mean, creep is the adjective. It's not the (laughs) word I would use to describe it, but I like to dive deep. I like to go into people's Twitter, dive deep years and years back, find some funny stuff they sent out and uh, bring it to the people. What'd you find this time? So let me give you, uh, (laughs) let me give you a couple soft girl tweets. Okay. Um, So someone tweeted at them. And said, uh, if I sent you guys a foam potato, would you sign it and send it back to me? And they just said, <laughs> heck yes. Send us a DM. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that happens. Oh, my God. It better have. I mean, if someone went to that length to try to make that happen. Same I mean, goes like, for us. If anyone wants to send us a foam potato. A foam anything, really. Yeah, foam anything. I, I don't have any restrictions yeah. on the foam. Just I mean, yeah. Foam, yeah. We'll sign whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then this is probably my favorite soft girl tweet. Let me let me lay this one on you. Uh, join the soft girl fan club. It's that big mystery hole out back. You just walk right up and fall right in. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's kind of poetic in it a is. sense. Um, and then Fern's, uh, Fern has a great Twitter. Uh, she's got a couple thousand tweets. They're pretty good. Um, so I'm going to give you a couple of these, uh, one that isn't going to work very well on the podcast. She just has a video. It's about a 20 second video of a Sunoco gas station, like one of the pumps where a receipt has printed out, but the receipt's got to be like 40 feet long (laughs) and it's just hanging on to the thing and it's blowing in the wind, just like (laughs) flapping around. (laughs) And I don't know, for some reason that kind of humor always gets me just ridiculous (laughs) looking things like 
like receipts that are too long or like, like no one's CVS paying. or one CVS. Oh retreat, my gosh. Yeah. If you use your CVS card, you might as well just stand there for another five minutes while the receipt prints out. You might as well just bomb all the rainforest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking out like 15 trees with one. Seriously. And, and it's, and the coupons run out in a couple days. So you hardly ever get to use them. It's really, it's, it's a real shame, you know, to yeah, we hate CVS. <laughs> And Rite Aid. <laughs> We're going to have to do some more retractions <laughs> in a couple weeks. Nope. Once we get more angry letters. <laughs> All right. Let me give you a couple more tweets. Uh, Fern says, can I just say it's hard to make surf punk music videos when you live three hours from the nearest <laughs> beach? <laughs> <laughs> no, Eerie. No, that's it. That is three that's hours. A, sorry. Yeah, I'm on. sorry. Okay. Then the, there's a couple really good ones. I like this. Um, there's one, and it's a picture of a, uh, looks like a billboard or some sort of advertisement on a window, and it says, cauliflower with a kick, spicy and battered with Aleppo pepper. And she just tweets, what's Aleppo? <laughs> <laughs> do you get that reference? I do. Uh, it Gary was Johnson. Uh, Gary Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a Gary Johnson t- reference? I'll always love that tweet. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, finally, this is the last one I got. Uh, she goes, <laughs> don't you get it? Sufyan doesn't owe us 48 more states. He just got the ball rolling. This is our duty now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you remember all that stuff happened? It was so funny. I love it. Oh, man. And then uh, she follows it up. She replies to her tweet um, and goes, I call on all queer artists to get together and make an album about the state you live in, and we can finally lock Sufyan in the shadow realm. (laughs) 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 Oh God, I love Sufjan so much. So this tweet, I was just, I was, I was dying when I read this. What do you mean still? You think it holds up? Yes. I don't like it. I don't like it anymore. Oh man, you're just, you, you're, you're just soulless. It's because you lost your soul. I'm with Fern. Let's lock him in the shadow realm. (laughs) Whatever, Pete. All right. Um, All right. What else we got? How are we wrapping up here? I will say that uh, you can catch soft girl. On December 8th at Cafe Verona, it's one of those DIY shows that you got to message the Facebook for the address. Yep. Um, and you can find them on uh, Bandcamp, Facebook, Twitter, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, do you have anything else to say on them? Uh, Just Fern and uh, Fern and Friends uh, Music Collective. Uh, we said on YouTube, very active on YouTube. Uh, also, I don't think we pointed out yet. Uh, there's also a Patreon page, which I didn't really know what that was. But um, oh, the donations. Yeah, so it's a it's an interesting way. If you want to support an artist, you can. There's different like goal. Like if you do one dollar a month up to I think nine dollars a month. Cool. You get different things. Like if you could do, if you do, oh yeah, like yeah, if you like do nine dollars a, a month, you get like you know every single track that's put out. If you put, cool. if you put five dollars a month, it's like whatever singles are released you get, which is kind of cool that you're able to do that in this day and age where you can, if you Definitely. like an artist, and you want to support them. Do, you don't have to be anywhere near them; you can just do it online. Yeah, sweet. Well, thanks again to both Just Fern and Soft Girl for letting us profile them and uh, stick around. After the break, we are going to go into what's been playing on the S list. Our ongoing running Spotify playlist. If you're still with us, uh, as Jack said earlier, this is a segment that we do after our artist profiles where we put, um, we each pick songs we put on a Spotify playlist, the previous episode, and then on the following episode, we talk about them. 
Yeah, and you can follow the S List on Spotify. Just type in the S List P- Soundcheck PGH, and it'll pop right up. You can listen to what we're about to talk about right now, as well as the songs we'll be talking about on the next episode. And what does S stand for, Pete? Shenanigans. The shenanigans list. Yep. I thought it was the Squidward list. Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> He's so silly. <laughs> I thought we named it after him. Yeah, we did. You're right. Yeah, with uh, the clarinet and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, musical, I love all the Spongebob memes. Musical influence. Spongebob, SpongeBob is, has taken over memes. Spongebob has have a whole new life after... It's either Spongebob or <laughs> Arthur. Yeah. It's one of those two. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm not, I'm not mad about it, though. It's I'm pretty, not either. It's pretty funny. Um, all right. So, so guess, up first, yeah, let's do uh, your first pick, uh, Crumble by Dinosaur Jr. Can I be there all the time? Can I stop? Did you just pick this track because your cat's name is Dale Jr. and you like things called Jr.? I did. I knew it. <laughs> you, you, you got me. You just want to talk more about your cat. I do, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, I, I've been thinking about it a lot recently, but I think I am going to get a tattoo of Dale. Of Dale Jr.? Yeah, my cat. And not the NASCAR driver? Well, they're the same person. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where's that going to go? Probably my neck. Do I want to know? Okay. Probably my neck. neck tattoo. If this is your first time listening, uh, Jack, as he says in every episode, has he's a minion's tattoo on his neck. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never said that. No one knows about that minion's tattoo I have on my neck. Yeah. Except for everyone who can see it when they see me on the street. Uh, <laughs> that would be a pretty ridiculous thing to get tattooed on your neck. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything trashier than the minions are the new, uh, uh, you know, like the bugs, people, bugs, bunny and like people, Tweety bird. Yeah. People. That was the trashy tattoo forever was like the Tweety bird. Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. Now it's the minion. People fucking love the minions. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't think I've seen any of those movies. I don't. Yeah. Maybe I That's should. Cause you're though. not a child. Well, no, but you don't have to be a child. Apparently people <laughs> just lose their, lose their nuts. Over. <laughs> All right. That's a good aside. Uh, what'd you think of the song? I liked it, man. Have you, so what's your history with Dinosaur Jr.? So I, it's similar to uh, the last episode when you put pavement on this list. I know they're a night, uh, a very influential late 80s, early 90s alternative kind of grunge forebearer, yeah. but I just know the name. I've never listened to them. Isn't it weird that they didn't, like, they didn't get that renown that other 90s bands did? Because it's not yeah. like, it, it, it's, it's not where... Well, they're renowned in the right circles. They are. They're very, like, people always talk about Dinosaur Jr., but it, yeah. you didn't get, like, I listened to 90s Alternative my entire childhood. And I never heard a Dinosaur Jr. And I never Jr. heard Dinosaur song. Jr. They nope. never played on the X or anything. Nope. My dad didn't have the any Dinosaur X. Jr. CDs. They never played on Y100. Nope. If we're throwing out old alternative but rock stations. You know what's kind of interesting about this? Um, this came off of the 2007 album, I Beyond. saw that. I saw that. They have put out four CDs since they came back. You know, they really? took a very long break. Well, yeah, yeah. You know what's weird? What's name one other 90s band who had a comeback where the music didn't suck? 
I can't think of one. Yeah. I'm not going to say in sync because I got in trouble last, <laughs> last week. No, but like all those bands, they tried to put out music in the 2000s and it just didn't connect. Yeah, Dinosaur Jr. Right. Right. came back and did not skip a beat. They had Farm in 2009, I bet on Sky in 2012, and they just put an album out um, in 2016 called uh, Give a Glimpse of What You're Not. Okay. And you know what? They are all good. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Did you know their bassist name is Lou Barlow? Uh, harken back to our... Do you uh, think that's who uh, Barlow named themselves after? I don't know. I mean, it could be possible. I'm sure that they like Dinosaur Jr. Yeah, it's it's right up their alley. Yeah. And Jay Maskus, I know, the, the front man of Dinosaur Jr., mm-hmm. I know he's a pretty influential figure in the music world and in that alternative rock uh, yeah. realm. And also, he's put out two solo CDs since then. Uh, he's got, in 2011, Shades of Why and Tied to a Star in 2014, and those are pretty good, too. Cool. So... Step your shit up, Pearl Jam. <laughs> so, Eddie Vedder, what the fuck are you doing yeah, right now? Well, hey, man, don't don't get too hard on Eddie Vedder. He's the last grunge, huge grunge singer still still kicking. It's we, true. We've lost a lot recently. We like have. We need to keep him safe. Yeah. Because even though they might suck now, you know, they were really good back in the day. So. They were. <laughs> All right. <laughs> up next, we have On Jet Lag by Pine Grove. I've got to crack my eyes to watch the wind blow Cats, cradles of fable we all know Soon as I can I will slide that under the table I've met your mother and your father and I like them They bicker the way we bicker The way we bicker So, Pete, I put this song on because I was really excited to talk about how much I love the band Pine Grove and how much I feel like they've related to me at this stage of my life. So much, in fact, that I was almost going to talk about how 10 years from now, I'm probably going to look back and be like cringing that Pine Grove, uh, you know, I like them so much. But now I'm cringing already for a completely separate reason. Yeah. Um, if you don't know, uh, Evan Stevens Hall, the lead singer of Pine Grove, yep. uh, came out on Facebook to say that he'd been accused of sexual coercion. His words. His words. Uh, really long, weird, rambling post where he basically said that he um, entered into a relationship with a, uh, a girl. Well, and yeah, let's, let's back up and just say that after reading that long winding Facebook post, I still don't really know what he said. It was, okay, it well, was, let's, let me, let me just break it down real quick. Okay, he said, he said any relationship with a girl, uh, the girl left her boyfriend that she was with and then, then they were in a consensual relationship and then she, they broke up is what he said. That's like verbatim what he said in his post. Right. Which, which if is that's not, the case, that's not a problem. Yeah. But the fact, absolutely right. something else is going on here. Oh, yeah. He's being something b- creepy happened because they, one, canceled their tour. They were going to do a big tour. And two, the band is completely suspended. They broke up. Yeah. And they said they don't have any plans at the moment to get back together. And they just released a new single. A so new album why, was about to drop. Right. So why would you do that if if what he said in the Facebook is all that happened? There's definitely more to this. Yeah. And it's definitely not a good thing. It's something that, you know, it, it, it's... Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it, so I guess this is a good thing, time to point out. Um, previously, we put brand new on the S list before all the stuff with Jesse Lacey happened. Literally we were going to get, we were going to talk about it, but then we forgot. Um, so now's a good time. Uh, 
brand new Jesse Lacey, also a creep, apparently a pedophile. Yeah, just which, a just a real dirtbag, apparently, which is you know it how sucks. Does this, so I guess to compare these things, um, brand new for us was a very influential band. Um, yeah, meant for a lot, lot of, for a lot for of a lot of people. Um, so for I guess looking back on it, how does it affect brand new, and how do you relate that to Pine Grove? Like, is there any moving forward for them? Well, to the first point, to brand new, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean. All I know is that I can't listen to them anymore. No, it, I mean it's, it, it's it like, taints it taints the whole all the memories. It's it taints, like finding it out Santa Claus isn't real. You know, like it was well, so much back it, then. Yeah, and it's almost, it, but it's even worse than that. It's yeah. like it's finding out that someone who that even Santa though Claus you raped didn't, a bunch of people, even though you didn't know them, you thought like you could, you thought you kind of knew them just by their art, and you th- and you thought it was someone that like you know you felt comfortable associating yourself yeah. with, and it turns out that's not the case, and you know. So you can't, it, it taints the whole thing, really. But I guess, like, looking back on it, it makes sense. I don't want to say it makes sense, but Jesse well, Lacey in, like, yeah, in You Brent, even he's touched an, on it. Yeah, he's an asshole you in, like, the first two CDs, and then it's like he kind of grows. You're like, he sounded like an asshole at the beginning, and he did. Apparently was. Yeah. And Pine Grove, I think this, I, I don't think you come back from this. They're no, not big enough to come back from they this. They aren't. I mean, they were they were the biggest band in this, like, emo revival thing going on. Right, but, but um, I mean, that, you no, know. No, something else. They, they would not suspend the band you're right the reaction doesn't meet what yeah. he said happens which it, it i mean he's the one saying connect. it so why would he not try to paint himself in the best light he can right and and the fact that these people jesse Lacey did this too they put out these like it's like an eight paragraph long facebook yeah. thing and it's like it's just you're you're talking in circles you're trying to justify something that you know can't be justified yeah and you know i don't want to get too into it but this touches on that whole bigger thing of the fact that all these allegations are coming out yeah. against all these men because people are finally women specifically, but you know, not always women. Sometimes it like, you know, yeah, people are, it's a climate where people feel comfortable coming forward with these things, right? Which us as I guess, white male men, we're like, it's sad, but we're just like, what? Like we're so it surprises us more than any other group exactly. because you know, we're never, we're never confronted it with it in our day to day life. The way, the way women are, the way other minority groups are. And it's like, which, you know, which is kind of sad. It but is sad. I guess it's a uh, better now than never. That's what I'm it's saying. Good. I'm glad it's happening because I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, this is kind of people are starting to reckon with this and that hopefully this changes some of, some of that behavior that apparently is so prevalent. It's, it, you know, it's depressing to think how prevalent it is. It really is. Uh, speaking of depressing, I want to lighten things up with a little bit Elliot Smith. Cricket spin can't come to rest. I'm damaged bad at best. She'll decide what she wants. I'll probably be the last to know. No one says until it shows. See how it is. This song is depressing as shit. It's beautiful though, but it's also kind of positive in a weird way. It is. It's, it's like honestly, uplifting. It's honestly probably one of Elliot Smith's most positive songs. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have a lot of them. <laughs> no. Um, and when he does one, they sound like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just so cool. The 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 layered vocals. Oh yeah. Which he just records the same thing, and it sounds like so like it had so much weight to it. I mean that uh, his vocals, uh, his singing style is so distinct. I mean the whispery, really thin, really breathy vocals. I mean like you you immediately can tell it's him. 
I guess I, I don't know. I'm just thinking about this now, but I can see a little bit of influence for Fern for this, for at least some of the songs. Oh, interesting. I didn't. Think I didn't that. think about this till right yeah. now. But are you um, a big Elliot Smith guy? I was, and it's weird because like Elliot Smith reminds me of one of the happiest periods of my life. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I like I like when that happens. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, but I got into him in college. That's the time that, that, that the happens. Time. Yeah, and um, you know he is is a shame. He died way too young. Yeah, and in a brutal way. Yeah, stab wounds, and apparently it's it's they think it's suicide, but there's some in, in, yeah. inconclusiveness to that. I always get I like to get in these conspiracy theories. Honestly, things. I haven't I haven't gone into the conspiracy on this. I'll one be at quick. All. I'll be quick. Yeah, give, give me the spark notes. Elliot Smith, uh, he was with his then girlfriend. Um, he they got in an argument. She locked herself in the bathroom. She heard well, her story is she heard him scream. Came out. He had a a knife plunged into his chest. She Jesus. helped him pull it out and then went to go call the police. He then reinserted the knife into his heart. Oh God. Into his chest, hit his heart, literally stabbed himself in the heart, which is kind of poetic when you say it out loud, mm, but it's brutal. Know. It's brutal. And they were saying the, well, the reason terrible. that there's conspiracy theories is there's no hesitation wounds. I guess if you stab yourself in the chest, it hurts a lot. So you kind of like go in and out a little bit. Oh, he was just in once and twice. And also, there was some wounds on his hand, which they said could have been defense. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, I mean, either way, either Smith, way, it's um, it's a it's a tragedy. It's yeah. terrible. Uh, but uh, this album, either or, great album. Yeah, that's definitely his best. Yeah. Um, and th- it's kind of interesting because he this album led to him um, being on the soundtrack for uh, Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, which That's earned him a gave, nomination. Or it gave him like his big break. It really yeah. brought him into the mainstream. And he was starting to pick up, and that's I guess he was getting a lot of anxiety and stuff from it. And he'd always been talking about suicide. If you know, in his sure, in the lyrics and yeah. the content, you know, he he battled with depression and anxiety and a slew of you know issues like that. So really sad story, but, um, but man, listen to his music. It's, it's really beautiful. Up next, we have what's wrong from Isaiah Rashad featuring Zakari and Kendrick Lamar. Life above a reason, just can't find it like a dozen people catch that vibe at night and by the witness get too tired to write and die in prison. Felt like Rob tonight. Lost my God tonight. Oh, sometimes I get so out of myself. So, Pete, what did you think of this track? Uh, this is a really good one. <laughs> Isn't it good? Well, I really like Kendrick. Uh, Do you, you know, know Isaiah Rashad? I didn't before this, no. Oh, he's great, man. Uh, I really like his flow. Um, it reminds me a little bit of Kendrick when he um, when it's almost like he's kind of out, out of breath, like his cadence. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kendrick does that a lot. Um, and then Kendrick's on it. Yeah, I know. I knew uh, you'd ooh. like that. I, and I love when Kendrick, uh, when he does the alter ego, when yes. he like kind of steps back and he like changes this. the voices, kind of similar to what we were talking about with Fern. Yeah. But yeah, Kendrick's Kendrick's the king of that. Um, so yeah, so as I Rashad, just to give you a little background, he's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, his rap is definitely like a modern Southern sound. I put this one on there because I wanted to give you something more modern in the vein of the outcast song I put on uh, last time. And it's actually funny in doing research on this. I found out that he specifically says that AT aliens ignited his passion to be a rapper when he was in junior high, that album. 
Which Jack put a song on it from yeah. our last So how, how apt is that? Anyway, um, he is signed to Kendrick's label, Top Dog Entertainment. He was signed in 2013. Um, and I guess um, before this was released, he was struggling with addictions to Xanax, yeah. Xanax and alcohol, and he almost yep. got dropped uh, yeah. three times from Top Dog, yep. uh, which he talks about in an interview he did with the, the Juan Epstein podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, this song actually explicitly deals with that. Um, it, and they said that some people interpret Kendrick's, uh, uh, verse in this as a direct conversation with Rashad, encouraging him to follow a righteous pass, a righteous path, be that via religion or rap. Oh, cool. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I didn't. But yeah, but anyway, so this is off, um, the album, the sun's tirade, which came out in 2016. It's an amazing album. Everything on it is just as solid as this. It's super chill. His flow is just, I mean, you can't. I listened to the whole thing. You can't. Did you really? Yeah, I really did. Oh, you can't beat it. It's it's so good. And it's great chill music. You just put it on the background. You can basically do anything to it. And it sets the mood. Um, He really kind of, it it just comes so effortlessly to him. It's so calm. It's No, this is really cool. Yeah, it's good. Um, I knew you'd like it. And I think you're going to know, this was not my favorite, but it was close. It was a close call. But, um. This one was my pick, and uh, you brought up chill music, so we're going to do a little bit of Tame Impala. Let's do it. This is a list of people, parentheses, to try and forget about. End paren. I'm going to have to keep you on my list of people to try and forget about. list of people to try and forget about by tame paula off of their just released november 16th uh they released b-sides uh, b-sides and remixes to currents yeah their most latest album that came out in 2015 it's been that long i know can't you believe <laughs> it's it? crazy i know um, we both love that album that's one of my favorite albums of the decade so far see i liked tame before that album too you weren't that huge into them before that, that this is right? the first one i listened to that's crazy because it's I, so weird it's i, do, I so love lonerism i loved inner speaker um but yeah currents currents is probably my favorite so you know what's cool about this song what's up is this exists somewhere in between lonerism and currents. I, I read that. You can, yeah. and I did too. And you can, you can tell why it didn't make it onto currents. Right. But it's really cool that he released it later. Yeah. Um, Kevin Parker, Kevin Parker, That's who we're talking about. Yeah. The, the main guy, which really cool. Like currents is all about him kind of like dissociating himself from society. He's a very, like he's a shut in, um, lonerism. He's very, you know, um, lonerism, inner speaker. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a theme here. There is. Um, but anyway, that's one of my favorite albums of the decade. And I really enjoyed the song, uh, as a whole, did you listen to the whole B sides or remix? I did. Uh, this was the standout by far. Yeah. I mean, the rest of it's not as good, but it's, it's, it's still worth a listen. The other one, power lines, the other one that wasn't, yes, that I like that too, but it was good. this is the best one. It's cool that he put it out. You know, it's nothing influential. If you liked, if you, if you liked Currents or you liked Tame and Paul, definitely check definitely it out. Definitely check it out. Um, I saw them at Firefly in 2016, and they were the best act I saw there. Really? Oh, man. That I show. Saw them, I think I incredible. told you this. I saw them in Tokyo. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I almost didn't get let in. 
Oh, why is why is that? Because we couldn't figure out how to buy the tickets. You go to like a <laughs> you go to like a Seven Eleven, and you have to wait. Tr- what? When you buy tickets there, or this is how they told us to do it. You go to like a Seven Eleven. Okay. And there's these machines, and you, if you speak Japanese, can easily select like tickets for shows <laughs> and things. But me and the kid I was with, uh, that wait, I met, they're just at Seven Eleven. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe there's other places, but that's, okay, but that was the one you yeah, went to was at a Seven Eleven, and uh, we were trying to figure out how to do it, but we didn't speak Japanese <laughs> and we got the guy to come over and he was trying to figure it out, but he didn't know what we were saying. <laughs> so eventually we just gave up and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go and try to buy a ticket there. And I got there and they're like, it sold out. And I was like, shit. And then, so um, what happened? So I like, I was getting ready to leave and this guy was like, it like back alley. He was like, come here. No way. And I paid twice what the ticket value was. Um, and then Yolo. later I realized that it was an inside job. They just said like he was with the ticket office. Wait, how did you figure this out? Cause when I was leaving, he was like, he was talking to them and they were like giving money to each other. What? So he was giving them a cut. Wow. So yeah, it was, it was real wow. shady, but I'm glad, I, yeah, I'm glad that I paid that much for it because it was really awesome. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. They really planned that one out though. I know. Wow. Uh, but that All was right. right after Currents came out and amazing live. Yeah. One of the best bands I've seen live that I can remember like recently. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree that show at Firefly blew me away. All right. Well, let's get to the next song. Uh, the, yeah. Last one. We got uh, Killed Before by Young Thug. Different color diamonds, I'm a peacock. Spot full of birdies with no tree top. You know you my son, you can be that. Hop out the boat to get me. Got a heaven in the state, don't test me. I stack them hundreds up to God knees. Ain't gone broke into 2070. Everyone know I've been killed before. I've been bent like a sinner for. As I alluded to earlier, this is the standout for me for this week. I love this. Dude, uh, you you <laughs> love Young Thug. I keep yeah, telling you. Every time I put on a Young Thug song, you're just like, Jack, this is my favorite. <laughs> I think, th- I don't want to say he's my favorite rapper, but. No, he's not. No, listen, he should never be your favorite rapper. I that's really, kind really of, like him. That's kind of the thing. Like, he is a pop rapper, and you have to take that for what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ah, but there's so much more going on. Well, so this, this one, so this just came out with his collaboration with Future. Super slimy super slimy which is both of them are atl rappers yep and uh you'll notice i used initials there as well um but uh yeah so this was a collab mixtape that they just put out uh without much warning it kind of dropped surprise surprisingly um but yeah but this track i mean first of all the whole collaboration isn't that great no there's no not, i listened to the whole thing oh it's not and i really great. just like this one this is the <laughs> standout when i heard this i was like holy shit this is great because first of all there's no future on this <laughs> yeah, at all that's why I like this it. is a non-collaboration on a col- <laughs> on the collaboration like this is just young thug this is a young thug track and jack previously put a young thug song on and when we're, we were talking about his his way of like his like vibrato like he goes up and down a pitch yes. so quick and it's it it adds so much depth and like intricacy to what otherwise would be a mumble rap that you can't yeah. understand what's going on so this that is what makes me like him so much is that the way he sings the way he delivers the vocals is so unique it's so weird it's like it's weird but at the same time it's beautiful like especially on this one he's so warbly that i can't (laughs) really comprehend it you know what i mean like i can't understand but at the same time it's 
captivating. It is. I'm just like, oh wow, this is insane. So I I had I had to like listen to it a bunch of times to pick out some things he was saying, and the ones that I took out was he says, "Did you pay for someone's tuition?" No. <laughs> then he said, he, "Do you own a store?" No. <laughs> yeah. Well, he brings that up a lot. He paid for. I think it was his sister. He paid for his sister's like full tuition <laughs> all in one check. <laughs> like, <laughs> but he's like four hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, but he just threw it down. But he like he does bring that up quite a bit. But uh, uh, so you have. That's the other thing. Like his delivery is amazing for me. The like the bar I set for his for his lyrics incredibly low because he says and if you listen to like his full catalog he says some ridiculously dumb shit like he says stuff that is just just 100 not good not talented but like it doesn't matter every now and then he he gives you some really great stuff like on this one he says i've been bent like a centerfold or like <laughs> different colored diamonds i'm a peacock like oh, i'm yeah, just that's like the- I'm, I'm listening to these i'm like wow like he kind of sometimes he blows me away with some interesting similes yeah and I'm the, like, oh, the way okay. he says peacock, that's so cool. That's <laughs> Jack Dine over there because he likes it so much. I just love it so much. Um, <laughs> again, it's all in the delivery. Yeah, it's 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 not what he's saying; it's how he's saying it that makes it so great. Yeah, uh, really like this one. Thanks. Also, I do want to throw in that um, it's funny. There was a whole backstory. I won't get into it, but he had a beef with Future before they did this collaboration. And I love that at one point he did say that Future was the Tito to his Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is great. an amazing insult okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right well that brings us to the end of this podcast that's all um, we got thanks if you made it this far um we are on this s list is on spotify you can search soundcheck pgh uh s list right yes yeah, so the s list soundcheck pgh is what you should type in whatever apparently people have trouble finding it um I've yet to, uh, I'm not really sure why. We'll try to link it on our website. Uh, what's our website? I do. I, I link it every week. Our oh. website is soundcheckpgh.podbean.com. If you go there, it will be linked right there so you can get right to it. Cool. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter at soundcheckpgh. And if you want to talk to us, email soundcheckpittsburgh at gmail.com. That is Pittsburgh all spelled out. Please message. Like no one, no one talks to us. We're lonely. I don't want any more angry letters, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say to do that. But anyway, thank you again to Just Fern. Thank you to Soft Girl. We had a great time looking into uh, both acts. Our intro music is by uh, Swamp Walk. It is Swamp Walk Bling, and our outro is Oh So Good by Hobbs Duende. Thanks, guys. Ooh.